Hello. Welcome back to Aliens Watching Reality TV. I'm Erica. And I am Josh, sitting on a very creaky chair. Oh, yeah. I, I did say the minimum amount of creaking we can do will be optimal, even though I knew that I, that's probably self-explanatory. Asking too much. Um, Asking too much of a chair. Uh, well, I have high standards. Unlike some of the people in the Ultimatum France. <laughs> That's my <laughs> I love that was a great Thank segue. You. Yeah. The standards, the level the, the standards are just very low, like literally on the ground. Sometimes. Yeah, so we watched the first episode of The Ultimatum France and um it's definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Um I, I at, at first glance, all of these couples should break up immediately. I think these are actually worse than in either of the like either season, like the couples in general on either season of the American Ultimate, which is shocking. Like these couples are even less well suited for each other. In fact, it seems like they purposely very, went out and the, sought a partner who would be incompatible with them in every way. I think it kind of also makes sense that they're on the ultimatum. I think it's just that their relationship just naturally isn't working out because they are incompatible with each other. And so they're on the show to see if that works out or not. And it, I, I know a couple that a couple of couples that are definitely not going to end up together after this. Oh God. Yeah. Um, also, did you notice all of the couples have been dating for either two years or five and a half years? It's it's kind of interesting to see, especially the five and right? a half years. Because that's odd. yeah, that is a lot of dating because it's multiple couples of two years and it's multiple couples of five and a half years, and it did make me wonder, like you know the the seven year itch. Like I don't think that that's real necessarily, but what if there is some sort of like a cycle that happens every two first at two years and then three and a half years later and i don't know we're like couples tend to start is that some amount of time that has some psychological effect where people start thinking like is this relationship going somewhere you know like i feel like it's it's the power of duplication it's you know two is hear me out two is more twice as one and one year is very important to everyone because once one year happens you're like all right this shit is serious but two years you're like all right now what we've been serious and now what are we gonna do and five is half of a decade so once you get to five years you're like holy mm. cow so at five right at five Almost years they start having the mental breakdown yeah, yeah, yeah. and start, they only make it six months before yeah, the ultimate I mean, pops off honestly Honestly, if you want to get married to somebody and it's been five years and the person doesn't want to get married. I got to say, not not to skip ahead, but especially if the person says, like, the idea of marriage disgusts me. It is a prison. Move on. Like, some of these, I just can't believe, like, they really think they're going to change somebody's mind who, like, fundamentally it's not only like i'm not ready it's like i do not want to get married i see no value in it like you think going on a netflix show is gonna change that very odd but um 
I mean, I do feel like I do feel like the people who want to change the mind of the other person kind of want to see if their love is strong enough to change this person uh, or not. I think they it's, believe it's that of, it is. I think they have not truly taken into account the fact that this might blow up in their face. I mean, some of them start to notice that it's about to blow up in their oh, face. Oh, yeah, they start to figure it out pretty quick. Which we're going to get yeah. to immediately. Yeah, let's, just, let's get in it. Um, So we get, uh, like, right off the bat, we get, oh, first of all, I also want to say, if you are intimidated by watching, like, a, a foreign language show because you just think, like, subtitles don't sound fun or whatever, which I can't understand because I love mm. subtitles, um, you can watch it dubbed and there is no shame in that. It's okay. No, I watched and dubbed. I I cannot stand. I, I mean, I don't want to say I cannot stand French. It's just it's very difficult for me to read subtitles. And uh, no, so I did the audio in English, and then I also read the subtitles. I wanted to make sure that I was perfectly aware of what they were talking about. Yeah, I had um, the English subtitles. I didn't miss anything. I also wanted some visuals. Yeah, I had the English subtitles, and I kept switching between the English and French audio, um, which. Yeah, that's because you're fancy. It just means I I took uh, one year of French in college. Um, mm. Ooh la la, as we say in France. <laughs> I tried French several times. It just never worked out. I tried French for I the first it. time in Kabul, uh, 2003. Did not work out. The second time again, tried in Kabul, 2005. Did not work out. 2006, moved to America, yeah, take a French class. Go to it day first, day one, then never go again. Um, let's see. And then in 20, I think it was 2020, where I was going to take a, an entire summer of French remotely, and, and that didn't happen. So I've tried to learn this language four times, and it has back, look, it's just never happened. And every other language that I've tried learning, I've learned. Is it just because you don't really vibe with the language? I honestly don't feel like I vibe with it as much. Yeah, if you did, think if you really liked it, is, then you would learn it, you know? Yeah, no, no, clearly. I mean, part of the problem is that um, I grew up very spoiled with like some incredible languages around me. <laughs> so the way that's the way that French is exotic to English speakers, it just isn't to me. You know, yeah, you're like, why would I learn French when I can learn Aramaic? That's that's what Josh I mean, why like. do I learn French? Hear me out. Why do I learn French when you, when I can learn Chinese and have access to three thousand years of actually, as opposed to okay, you know, this is maybe just the most utmost braggy thing I've ever said. Warning, um, but so I studied Mandarin in college, and then I studied abroad in Beijing, and I do remember. So my Chinese got really good over the semester because it was like basically an immersion program not 100 but close um and we went to the shanghai museum and i remember looking at this like ancient pottery and i can read the fucking characters on this like three thousand year old pot shard and that was so amazing like that oh the chinese is so fucking cool like you're not gonna right, find right. english like the- on pottery from three thousand years ago like no it, yeah so it's true. Right like happen, yeah. being able to read something like that is, is pretty bomb. But if you learn French, then yeah. you can uh, understand lots of other. I mean, 
once you learn one romance language, like the other ones are easier, and also you can kind of look at <laughs> that's that. That's the thing. Like, I do know Spanish. Other. I do know Spanish, um, not very well, but I know Spanish much, much better than French. Um, but every time I'm drunk, I speak Spanish. Of- but usually, when I'm sober, I'm afraid of um, hurting people's feelings. It's like I don't want to talk to somebody in Spanish mm. and make them think that I think they don't speak English. It's like every American that I know that knows two languages, one of the languages is Spanish. Makes sense. And I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy about that because, you know, there's so many people here that the second largest group of people in terms of what language they speak is Spanish. So it's really important for people to learn Spanish. But I feel like Spanish is actually a more elegant, beautiful language than than French is. Um, partly. Down. And hear me out. Ooh. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Uh, I just i i like i like a language that is written the way that it is pronounced. I mean, the more phonemic it is, the better. Uh, so French is your borderline. This makes sense. Unless, now. unless the language is so ancient that you want to keep the orthography, the written writing system, because it in itself is you know like kind of like Chinese. Like, I mean, well, you know, there is like, uh, I mean, I don't know exactly like a. Uh, a cat, like there's a cat, group of people who are dedicated to uh, preserving the French language because they think that that it is that that important already um, and old enough, and so they're like, "Do not say le weekend." Like they're always trying to like fight against being putting like English uh, words into French. I also find that very, very. Um, I also find that very silly it's not just for french silly. but for Absolutely. any language it's pointless yeah, like and if a language has already acquired yeah like if a language has already acquired all these loan words from other it's languages like people saying part of the they, them isn't a singular pronoun like even if it yeah. obviously it like it we already know like it already is used la but even if not language changes bitch like take a linguistics class right. it often counts for your science credit in college and that's why i took all linguistics classes so i wouldn't have to take any hard science because i am smart <laughs> lazy anywho france smart lazy <laughs> lazy smart yeah. Um, Some people are crazy smart, but I'm, Erica is lazy smart. Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> in this preview, I feel like we get to see. Oh, this is going to be a wild season. Um, a woman throws a drink on a man at some point. I was like, that that happened. That's happening in France still. People are throwing. Have you ever seen that happen in real life? I have not. I've only seen it in movies. Yeah, I don't think. I think it was probably fake. When we get there, it's going to be fake drama. I mean, I think. She, I think whoever did it did it, um, not not because it was like some natural reaction. Like I think they did it to be dramatic, but I bet it's real. I bet I bet a man on let's this show does happens. something I mean, bad enough we... to get a drink thrown in his face. Absolutely. I mean, listen, men men are constantly doing things that merit drinks being thrown at them. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess I, I guess we should start doing it more. Um, yeah. So okay. The first couple we meet is Sofian and Lena. Um, Sofian is 31 and he wants his dream, his lifelong dream is to pursue music in the US, become extremely famous. Um, Lena is not willing to live someone else's dream. Uh, she wants to live in fucking France because that's where she's from. 
Uh, they've been dating for two years. So he gave the ultimatum, uh, basically, marry me and come to America with me or I'm going anyway. And au revoir. Um, what are your first impressions of this couple? They should immediately break up. I, I agree. Because he just, I mean, I'm sorry. He's not, like, I, I don't understand. Like, this is, marriage is really not your goal. That's that's not really the center of your life. The people who are here at the ultimatum are people who, like, that's kind of a, the biggest deal of their life right now. The biggest deal of your life right now is to go to the United States. And you should pursue that instead of, you know, involving someone else. I think he's kind of afraid, afraid to do it alone, you know? I Which think it, it he needs sense. a he's mommy scared. to take care of him. <laughs> Ooh, snap. <laughs> I I mean I said it, but yeah, like I feel like he just needs support, and he doesn't want to say that. You yeah, know? like you should be open about it. And Alina like totally understands that he is he needs somebody to be there with him, and it's not about her life. It's not about her living her life. It's about her being a supporting character in his life. Yeah, let's see. I I think these this couple is interesting. Their conversations are interesting because. They just seem to operate on a bunch of assumptions that, like, I don't understand why those are assumptions. Um, and, like, she, I, I can't lie, like, I, I'm not a huge fan of her throughout this episode. She does and says a lot of things um, I really don't like. Um, but he also, well, first of all, he has douchey vibes. And so, like, even sometimes he said things that I was like, I agree with the sentiment of that. Um, but you're, your douchey vibe really makes me just like hold off on believing the things you say, because also just some like, I just find it interesting. How come there's this idea that um, it has to be one person, one person pursuing a dream or the other one, one person sacrifices or the other that that shouldn't even be a discussion. That's a no, but like, why isn't this a discussion of like do you guys both have dreams that can go together like uh. i mean we don't know what lena's dream is yeah except i mean we find out a little later what she wants but like it's just she's very cognizant of that one of the things that i really liked about the show was the 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 women were very very cognizant of what the men were trying to do like it was and they were calling them out about it like in American shows, you, I feel like you do a lot of beating around the bush. Here, people were just like, "No, no, yeah, you, you don't want me to go I there." Fake friendly, so like that makes sense. Americans are a lot more neurotypical, and they want to play these games. And I think there's a lot of games it. and roles going on in this episode, though. But I am, I'm, I'm very I interested think. to see because, like, again, I am a bad judge of character. Um, I love it though that you're, you know, you're you're on, written for the ladies. Um, I I am very interested to honestly to kind of see like how well does my ability to even analyze this stuff transfer over when we're talking about a different culture because obviously like um, there are plenty of similarities between American and French culture, um, but there are differences as well. We can already see in the show and um, part of what does it mean to be a neurotypical is very much based on culture because they are so 
because cultural uh, social constructs are the basis of their reality. So um, what it means to be neurotypical is going to change based off of what culture you are in. And I'm very interested to see how that changes between um, the way we see people represented on the show in the U.S. versus France. Yeah, I'm, 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 I think same, same. I'm, I, I have liked certain things, but there are certain things that I'm kind of iffy about, but we'll get to that. Okay. Um, so, by the way, I wanted to make one thing, a little clarification. Maybe? For anybody who's watching this um, and sees Sofiane's name, and they're like, why is this guy's name Sofiane? Oh, that's and funny. It's I didn't even Sophie-Anne. think about that. It's an Arabic there's an Arabic name and it's Sofiane. Okay. And so he's basically gone phonetically to make sure that you just say it. Sofiane, like in French, yeah, imagine that's how Sofiane you would say Stevens, Sofiane, kind of but similar yeah. to that. But yeah, yeah, my first boyfriend, his cousin was Sofiane. So I didn't even think of it being Sofiane. There yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I grew up with, with stories of Sofiane, people named Sofiane. But that's funny. I didn't really even think bad. about it. But yeah, an English speaker might look at that and go, Sofiane, how is that a boy's name? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Look at you, able to see things from another perspective. Nice. Mm, I know. Nice. Mm. So we, um, like everyone else, um, have been obsessed with The Ultimatum Queer Love. Can't get enough. So we decided to watch The Ultimatum France, which came out last year. Um, We watched the first episode. And it's really interesting already. There are just like some major differences culturally um, and some different ways that like the uh the ultimatum itself is like approached and also the way that they talk about marriage um i thought it was interesting too so the show itself like in the voiceover um asks well says an ultimatum isn't always the best way to get what you want but it's a good way to get the answers you need do you love your partner for the right reasons are you really a good match and i feel like that's not really the take on the concept of an ultimatum that the American show uses. Um, because first of all, like they, they don't really admit that like an ultimatum is not a way to get what you want. Um, and people are immediately finding this out the hard way in the first episode, which I love because it's just a, when people are trying to use it as a straight up manipulation tactic, it's not working. And I like to see it fail. Um, but also in the American version, I feel like, this is so the questions are a lot more about like, are you ready? Um, and a, a lot about readiness for marriage and stuff. And a, a, a lot less. I mean, I think the show has never asked, do you love your partner for the right reasons? Like that's a, that's a doozy of a question. And, and I feel like the American version, like is a little more surface level with the way it looks at relationships than that which i thought was just interesting what do you well i honestly i felt like the american version never really i don't think anyone of the american version was like i don't ever want to get married or that i find the idea of the very idea of marriage only only vanessa was even questioning it and then here we have people who say and she immediately flipped yeah and here one person says I find no value in the concept of marriage, so I will, I'll never do it. And you know, yeah, someone else says the idea of marriage disgusts me. It is a prison, yeah. which is so wild. Like, wh- why? 
why does your partner think they can change your mind on this in three weeks? Like, yeah, in the American version, it has been people much more, in general, a lot more like, yeah, I I think we, like, I want to get married eventually, probably, but I don't know that we're there yet. Mm -hmm. And this is like, I think in three weeks, I can manipulate my partner into changing how they feel about the most fundamental questions about what they want to do with their lives. Wow. And the show itself is like, I don't think so. It's fascinating. Are they pranking yeah. their own contestants? Yeah, no. no, I think the, 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 it's very different. I think the already the cultural shock that we're feeling is that in, in all the dating shows that we watch that are American, certain things are very given like marriage is a sacred institution that is sort of something that everyone is everyone's life is just you know heading towards marriage basically yeah um and the question isn't whether you want to get married or not the question is when do you want to get married and, and so, so when they show up on the ultimate answer <laughs> yeah and so when when we watched the ultimatum queer love the people who showed up almost nobody questioned like you said marriage they were like well i i would like to get married but i'm not sure if i want to get married with this person i'm not sure if the time is right i'm not sure if i have the money already the french one is like very very straightforward there's a bunch of people who are like we really want to get married because this is what we want or this is what my family wants um or i want to be close to my family while i do it and then there's a bunch of people who either want to do it out of convenience like Sofian who wants to just go to the United States and have some support with him or Me people too, who alone is scary. Don't yeah. yeah or 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 people who like straight up just don't want to get married and so the concept of ultimatum here is very different like it's not a waiting game it's a it's a change somebody's mind about a very fundamental yeah, concept it's like, yeah it's like a bigger deal which how how could you think that this could the ultimatum of marrying somebody or falling in love with a stranger within three weeks like how could the stakes get higher but france was like yeah no we're the country that's like sets things on fire every time we protest like the stakes are higher um but yeah oh i wanted to read her exact quote because it was so fantastic um beep beep oh yeah um sarah 26 is disgusted hmm. by the idea of marriage. It's like a prison. Even in 10 years, she will still say no. Wow. How, how, you think you're going to... Why are you... I don't... I cannot understand. Have you never had this conversation? Like, why is somebody who says, I, even in 10 years, I will still say no. I am disgusted by the idea of marriage. Which also, like, love that she said it. I think it's badass and fun. Um... But like her, her boyfriend who gave her the ultimatum, um, desperately wants to get married. It's one of his greatest values in life. It's the thing. Like, what are you doing? And then, like, have you never had a single conversation about this? But you're like, until now, is like, it's just, it's fascinating. Um, there are so many, like, miraculously bad couples on this show that. I can hardly believe they're together. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we've spoken about Lena and Sofian already, who should definitely not be together. 
Um, but we have other people in there that equally deserve, um, like Sarah and her partner should not be together either. Sarah, where are Andre? Sarah's partner oh, is yeah, Andre. Sarah's the yeah. one who's disgusted by marriage. Also, yeah, and Sarah's partner also, is she Andre. looks really miserable all the time. Um, yeah. Like she looks so miserable. And at one point she's mad because Andre looks happy talking to another girl and she's annoying. She's like, I always tell him to look happier and that he should like, yeah, that yeah, he yeah. should like laugh more. And now he's doing it with her. And I'm just like, that's so ironic coming from you. The most unhappy looking person I've ever seen. But like, I'm kind of enjoying her whole vibe because it makes it's chaotic. I like it. It's no, no, I think I, I like the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very, um, I like the honesty. Yes. You know? It was a little weird to hear, oh, your partner doesn't smile around you, then maybe you shouldn't be together. Yeah. <laughs> maybe your partner is miserable and that around probably is you. part That's of the cultural difference here, smiles. too. And people do say, you know, I mean, I've heard a lot of Americans, I mean, Europeans say that their criticism of Americans that Americans are fake and you can't know, like, are they being fake friendly to you or actually friendly? Yeah. And like, yeah, there's some honesty here that you don't see at least... Honestly, you definitely don't see an episode one. And it's one thing I don't like about episode yeah. one of every American dating show is they're still all being fake as fuck. Um, but not here. Here they're like, here is my flawed personality. Enjoy. Um, um also- I want to go up to. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just I also <laughs> thought it was very interesting that several people here um, basically are like, I need to get married because. It, my parents uh, are m- gonna make me uh, like it's they have a traditional view of marriage i'm not allowed to move in with my boyfriend yeah. until i'm married and so i have to um and that's katherine and richie richie and katherine are and, having that issue because yeah, but not apparently the only one. they're not even the only ones which is pretty no they're not why because also i don't mm. think we've heard that on the American series that, and especially, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone has said that they won't live together until they're married, which is just kind of interesting because, like, America, hmm. um, like, you would think that they're, especially because of the, like, just prevalence of Christianity here, um, that that would just be more common here, but it definitely, at least from the tiny sample size of the cast of the ultimatum shows it's more common in france to feel pressure to get married really soon because your family expects it and you're not allowed to live with your partner until you get married which also is such a bad idea um but yeah i i thought that was um interesting and surprising that was one of the things so so the reason katherine wants to get married is because richie got himself introduced to her family and now that they have been introduced, our family's like, so when is it gonna? When is he gonna propose? When is it gonna happen? And 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 until they get married, it feels like a situation where if they visit the family, he can't sleep in her room. Like they have to sleep separately. And 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 also, Katrina is only like twenty four. But so. also, I, I on the other side, not she. She's twenty. How young are these people? Years old, and she is still her parents. Um, completely dictate what she is allowed to do and not allowed to do with her fully grown adult boyfriend. Um, she is not allowed to travel uh, with him. She is not 
obviously not allowed to live with him, not allowed to sleep with him. Um, and so that's why, like, she has to get married for them to be able to continue having a relationship for it to progress at all. And I'm like, why the fuck do your parents have this control over you? Can someone ask about this? I think that is bad. I don't like that. I'm concerned. Mm. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I and, feel like Richie can do a lot better. And he is like, than I'm stuck in a relationship not going to that. get married because your parents decide. Like, your family doesn't get to decide whether I get married. And he has some really good reasons um, to not want to get married right now. And she has really bad reasons to want to get married. Erica is so, so invested in the show. I kid you I not. I am. I am. Erica was texting me about it. But yeah, you are right. It took I mean, me like an so hour and a half to write really this, good to watch the show because I had to keep fucking pausing and taking notes. But Richie's major problem with getting married is that apparently Richie had a very close relationship with his mom. And he wanted his mom to be at his wedding. Like, you know how we everyone closes their eyes and imagines things. And he probably wouldn't imagine this wedding he saw his mom there and now his mom has passed away we don't know full details but it seems like it's something quite recent um and so he's like within the last couple years he can't imagine getting married without her there and i don't like that his girlfriend blows over that completely like i thought that moment when he reveals that that tells us a lot about him and that is like specifically yeah. what I was referring to when he said he has some really good reasons not want to get married right now. Like that is a that is an incredible reason. Listen, I when my mom passed away, uh, you need two years to grieve for a family member who's related to you, like your mom or dad or sibling. Okay, you need at least two years, and so. This was a really good example, really good example of somebody understanding what they need, which is they need time and someone else completely disregarding the other person's life and their development. Like you cannot force someone reading about her lack of care about his feelings because she blows over his feelings in that moment. And she doesn't seem to care about the fact he's telling you that if he got married to you right now, it would not be the happiest day of his life it would be a a day where he just so poignantly felt the loss of his mother and you don't even seem to care to like because a a lot of people they try to find other ways to bring in the memory of of lost parents and stuff like Mm -hmm. that she's not thinking that way because she's only thinking about her fucking self and apparently your parents i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of her um not a fan myself yeah although i mean i I don't know why her parents have so much control over her, but um, I, I'm I'm not necessarily like that. Sounds like something that has been going on her entire life, and so I'm not like faulting her for that necessarily. But I am saying, get out! You're 24 now. Fucking run! Um, like it's creepy. It's it's not healthy. It feels abusive to me. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, I had one more thing I remember I wanted to say, and then I'm really gonna let. You stop making videos. <laughs> wait. <laughs> no, I think I think for um I'm gonna wait for you to find the thing you need to find. Thank you so much. Whisper words of so let it be. Let it be. I wrote so many notes. Um, 
So I really thought there was one more thing. I was like, I definitely want to talk about it on the video. Um. Excuse me. I just yawned very. No probs. Um. Well, okay. I guess there's only one more no like point that's was really important to make. I think is that. <coughs> Ooh. Um. So I made a TikTok about this before, actually. That mm. um, the of course, the queer love ultimatum isn't technically a competition show, but it. It is because it was in competition with the first season of the Ultimatum and demolished it because in the first season of the U.S. Ultimatum, the Straits, um, two couples couldn't make it through the choice dinner. Folded, couldn't stand the the pain to their ego and their jealousy. Um, and the the queers, they were like, "Yeah, this fucking hurts," but we're charging through. And so I was proud. Um, and we're, I feel like we're. We're definitely, we're already starting to see the cracks. And um, some people are certainly already contemplating running away from the show. And I I, I bet some, at least somebody is not going to make it through this. Uh, because basically, it seems like almost every single person who made the ultimatum, they have not actually truly considered that the person might decide to say no. They think they are manipulating the outcome that they want. They're not really ready for their partner to actually say, okay, then we're done. They're just trying to get what they want. And they're so sure that what's going to happen is this is going to make the other person see that they should get married. And that's the only option that they've truly imagined but immediately, right off the bat, that's not reality. And so they're, it's starting to sink in that like, oh, um, they might, that might not be the takeaway from this. And I actually might be single when I leave here. And they actually could fall in love with somebody else. And so then that's how this episode ends is, oh, hold on. Um, is Lena is finally starting to realize that maybe um ultimatums aren't you know good ideas and that uh yeah and that, i guess she didn't it's like a few of the couples i guess i haven't totally remembered all their names yeah Catherine and yeah brown-haired girls they're starting to realize that like manipulation has consequences and um their partners might actually choose to leave them and there's like, yeah, this is, so can you imagine you, that? Like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the person that you're talking about is Catherine. Uh, Catherine realizes is that Richie right is. Catherine is the one with with the dark hair, um, who's who needs to get married to in order to you know hang out with Richie and have sex and whatnot. Um, oh yeah, but at so the very end, Catherine is starts. Like, Catherine starts leave. to lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Lena also loses it yeah. because she starts to. Lena, but, but she didn't she, you're give right. the ultimate. I forgot about that for a second. She didn't. But give the she ultimatum. also, I guess, hasn't truly considered the fact that, like, 
that those are the two choices here. One of them is your relationship is over. Like that is the choice that he is giving you. Um, And yeah, uh, Catherine says, she says some fascinating things. She says it's unfair that Richie is comfortable and enjoying this experience. She said, I gave him the ultimatum and I'm the one suffering. I wanted him to know he should marry me. What am I doing here? And it's just so funny that she thinks because I gave the like, ultimatum. This sounds a lot like Lexi. It sounds a lot like Lexi was like, oh, so I brought worse. you here so, much worse. so that you could marry me. So no. you could choose me, not go have sex. I'm so much sorry. Worse. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like offended on behalf um, of Lexi. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, the same thing happens with. I mean, not the same thing happens, but rather Lena and Sufyan have the same issue where Sufyan starts talking to uh, somebody and then Lena's like, wait, you're talking to Ramon, that hot chick with, you know, blonde hair and green eyes. (laughs) You cannot be you cannot be seen next to her. I mean, she doesn't say it that way, but you can see it because Sufyan actually goes over and. Um, he's like, I am going to go and spend some time with Ramon. So he takes her aside and Lena is unhappy. We actually have a conversation outside in the street between Sifyan and, and Lena where Sifyan has to like, basically <laughs> gently be like, listen, this is what the, this She's is been, about, you know? And this that's is when what- I was saying, I think there was a lot of like immaturity and game playing and this neurotypical bullshit because also Lena is frequently she's like so you mean this so if you want me to move to the united states with you i'm your bag you can just pick me up and put you down he's like that's not what i said and i do feel like there's a lot of on here people being like so you mean this thing that is not what you said and far more inflammatory um and Mm. it's just like a there are some wild leaps here and so like because sofiana's like hey i tried to come up to you and talk to you and you ignored me completely and she's like, well, that's because you walked right. away without looking at me. Those are so different. What, leaving a room without making eye contact with someone and then you are on the ultimatum trying, the dating yeah, show. Like, We're supposed to be finding our like our partners here. That's what I was doing. Right. The fact that then he came up to her, tried to talk to her. And she was like, you're invisible to me. Those and thought like that is an equal and just response to him talking to somebody else and not making eye contact with me before. Like what? That's not. That's not reasonable. Not to me. Also, I like the way that she was talking to, well, like, but I don't say like, but remember the way that he, she was talking to Benjamin or Benjamin. Benjamin. Right? Uh, oh, oh. Benjamin. She hated his guts. Oh, my God. He was just like, he was interested in what he was talking about. Like, you know, he's a whole a restaurant guy sorry i'm looking at my phone i'm just so Lino frustrated i feel like i wrote hell. one thing in the notes and i keep trying to find it but i'm like maybe i deleted on ISM. so sorry but i just want to explain why it looks like i'm not paying attention to you because i really am no, it's fine all right are we done with the video oh wait hold on i just found it can you repeat i i think i kind of interrupted you so would you repeat the last thing you said and then i have one more thing to say and yes then we're done <sighs> you're a peach What was I talking about? I don't really know. I was talking about oh, Lena. Oh, she, oh, oh, Lena. Yeah. She was oh, okay. Lena. And, Benjamin and she hated Benjamin. him so much. Benjamin. All right. Because he was just nerding out um, about cooking and she was like, 
God, you use a lot of weird fucking words. Can't use a normal synonym for once. I was like, ooh, you don't like neurodivergent people, do you? No, she was totally not into him. And he was excited about his work and loves his work. And you know what? Totally into that. Yeah. I have never understood why people like, uh, are like, oh, you shouldn't like info dump. Or like sometimes people apologize to me when they like suddenly tell me about their interests. I mean, it's a 10-minute date. But then I'm always like, he is doing you a favor by letting you me? know who he like, is. He's- I never understood why, like, why apologize to me. Of course, I want to hear that. But to see the way somebody else reacts to it, I'm like, oh, because you've encountered people like that. I'm so sorry. That is a ridiculous way to respond to somebody just talking about their passion. Like, I would, I would love it if somebody had told me about the thing they really love. Like, Lena's, Lena's. Yeah, Lena she seems to be very rude. Yeah, I, I don't at least like. to the American eye. But yeah. if you asked her, she might say she's being honestly. Honest. I think she's fucking toxic, neurotypical as hell, plays a lot of games, um, and just not somebody I I, I don't like her. I, yeah, not a fan. She's really pretty though. Um, what about what about Theo and Ramon? Um, he Theo was only twenty three. He does nothing right? for me. I don't like. Um. I know I can tell like he he's supposed to be a hunk or something. He has I can't a man see it. Bun. Um and <laughs> she says basically like I mean their relationship seems sad and uh doomed um because she says like he just uh, he completely ignores me and he doesn't uh value me and but if he marries me then that commitment will make me believe that he loves me. And I'm like that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Break break up. Um, I'm interested. They're both very young. I mean, Ramon is 25 and, and Theo is 23. Yeah. I, I don't understand why you want to marry a 23-year-old. Um, who hates your guts. Like, and, like, she's fun. And also, every other guy there likes her. She basically got a line out the door being like, can I talk to you next? Um, I mean, he, I think it was one of the things that the show did pretty blatantly was to kind of make make it clear who the hottest people are. They were like the hottest couple is Theo and Ramon who are both blonde and blue eyed and green eyed and whatnot. Um, and they're together and they're also both very young. Ramon is 25. Theo is 23. Ramon wants to get married for well, the reason. Almost everybody was right around that age. It's a very young cast. Yeah. But Theo is very, Theo just seems to be wanting, wanting to live his life and is very honest about the fact that he's very focused on himself. And you know what? Dear listener, if you're 23, you should be focused on yourself. Also, if a 23-year-old man tells you, like, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of self-centered, and I'm not concerned about that. Just believe him when he says that. Like, he's telling you who he is. Like, he wants to hang out at the gym. He doesn't want to pay attention to you. You can't force him into that. But he's not going to pay more attention to you because there's a ring on your finger. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah. Also, like. Yeah, that said, that said, Roman looks incredibly like this Bollywood actress named Charisma Kapoor. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh my God, this is Charisma Kapoor Mm -hmm. from the 90s. Mm. Um, So what did you think about Richie and, uh, sorry, Scott and Lindsay? Oh. Lindsay, not Lindsay. Okay. Um. I will okay. I will answer that, and then I finally found the thing I wrote down—the fantastic quote that I wanted to read before we stop this video. So Scott and Lindsay, um, humongous red flags right off the bat. Um, 
I thought it was very telling that he's kind of teasing her about the fact that, like, bye, you're not going to have me around anymore. And she starts crying, and he, like, kind of comforts her. But, like, not a lot. Like, he does not take her pain very seriously. And then after he leaves, he's crying somewhat. And he says, like, oh, I never cry. I always hold in my feelings. But I do really love her. But it's like, but you waited until you left to have, like, you are not sharing of yourself with her. And, in fact, you are making her feel so alone in this. And she's only afraid that he's going to fall in love with someone. Like, she's not afraid. She doesn't think maybe I will. And he also, right off the bat, is like, yeah, maybe I'll find someone I like more than Lindsay. Um, He's he's garbage. And I think it's really clear. I, I, don't, I am not a fan. I don't like him. Yeah. And they've been dating for five and a half years. And she is, I think, 24? he's 27 yeah so they've been dating since he was 21 and she was 18 i bet he's i bet he cheats on her honestly i bet he does he just i like what you've been you've been faithful to her since you were like 19 years old i don't believe you like because Mm -hmm. i don't think you have that strength of character um Mm -hmm. the way that like i don't know i know like there are sometimes on these shows like these certain small moments that i end up harping on because I do think they're just sometimes a small thing is indicative of a big thing. Like when anytime hmm. somebody has, resp- when, if somebody says, will you marry me? And you start to psych them out and make them think you're going to say no. And then you say, yes, that is, that should be a deal breaker. Don't marry anybody who would play with your feelings like that in that moment. Hmm. And I feel the same. Also don't marry anybody. Also don't marry anybody who at the altar is like, when they're asked if they want to marry or like, actually, you, I want yeah. you to answer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, these are definitive moments. And I feel like the way Scott treats her feelings, where he's kind of mocking her that like, oh, you're not going to see me anymore. And then she's crying. And then he's like, kind of laughing. Oh, kind of. Oh, baby. Oh, don't cry. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't care about her feelings. And in fact, you just manipulated them on purpose. You did. Like, you're kind of mm-hmm. poking her and making her feel bad. And you're mm-hmm. like, I, to me, that's demonstrative. Like that shows me how you care about this person and you don't. I mean, I, 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 you can see how much he cares about, about her, the way that he flirts with Ramon. And like, the way he's like, maybe it's, it's I'll so find funny I the like way- more. He said, like, because some other people are like, who knows? Anything could happen. I could fall in love with somebody. My partner could fall in love with somebody. He doesn't, he also doesn't, he's like, he's not worried about, like, Lindsay falling in love with somebody. He's like, but maybe I'll find somebody I like better than her. I'll trade up. Like, this is not a, a, a good person. I do not like this person. Um, Elena, Elena and Benjamin, or Benjamin. Elena is Russian. She moved to France several years ago. So she speaks very well, French very well. Yeah. Um, and she is a sommelier, which yeah. is a wine expert. I wrote that down too. So I was like, um, that's a fun detail. Yeah. Um, and he is a restaurant manager, which makes perfect sense. She takes care of the wine at the restaurant. He's the manager. Um, they could build their dreams together. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, and this is this is where the problem lies. They both have the same dream. They want to get married and they want to have a, a restaurant. But she wants to get married and then have a restaurant. He wants to have a restaurant and then get married. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a little bit like Mal and Yoli, except, you know, we haven't heard anything about children. Um. Yeah. Well, she says right off the bat she wants to get married and have kids. Um. And he doesn't mention that specifically, but it seems like, yeah, that's part of his plan too, but later. Uh, so here's the, I, like, I wasn't a fan of her right off the bat because I just, I'm sorry, I really, and this is a personal bias, but I'm grossed out by people who are like, I want a ring, I want a ring, marry me, marry me, I hate it, I'm sorry, like, please don't do that, you um are, it makes me, like, just, you're degrading women, Stop it. Like, I don't like it when women do that. Um, but I get it. People That's are what Lindsay did. I know. Lindsay showed so, you her. So most of these women. So I recognize I probably have a bias. Maybe I, maybe this is some internalized misogyny. I don't know. But please stop doing that. I hate it. I'm like, just have some self-respect. I don't like that it's almost all women being like, please, man, commit to me. Like, if he doesn't love you, leave him. Like, gag me. Anyways, so she doesn't like leave me the greatest first impression but he is in the wrong here he's my enemy i don't like him um because <laughs> um he doesn't want to get married until he has opened his own restaurant and bought his own apartment here's the reason because that's the order in which i see my life unfolding i know i'm hurting her but she's asking for too much you are willing to hurt someone because you just have an image in your mind of the order in which you see your life unfolding. That's a stupid fucking reason. That is a bad reason to hurt the person you love. So you don't love her. And I hate you. I hate this guy. I don't like him. Get over yourself. You're a twat. You guys want the same things. And also, it doesn't even make sense. He sounds like every snotty little... With a partner. And in fact... All of that will be easier if you have a partner, except for the fact that deep down, you're not sure about Sofian understands you are not, that. She, I think he's stringing this. Sofian understands that all of that is. Yeah. Sofian understands that you can do stuff with a partner. Yeah. Um, I get it. You know, I tried to get my boyfriend from Indiana to move to LA with me. I get it. And he said no. And I got to respect that. But of course, I wanted him to come with me. That would have been a lot not easier or better, you know? Yeah. Like, it may. No, I've I've done that, and I I've, want to open honestly, my own restaurant I, and buy. Are you going to be sixty years old before, like, you will marry this woman because you want to open your own restaurant mm -hmm. first? Because that's the order in which that's a meaningless thing. That doesn't mean it has no value. It has zero value. And like, I yeah. think sometimes in life, you clearly you care about opening a restaurant more than you care about this. Yeah, because also just the so, fact that he says, "I know might as well I'm hurting work on her. That. I know you know you're hurting her," but a imaginary idea that doesn't exist may never exist doesn't fucking matter like isn't even real um is arbitrary timeline that's more important to you than the woman you supposedly love you don't love her did i see her tattoo yes did and i went a little her too? Yeah. yeah i did i didn't notice she had is the that the thing you were asking me is your is that yeah <laughs> Yeah, Josh, before we watched, was like, yeah. there's one thing I noticed, and I'm just curious if you're going to notice. I did notice. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, I know so many people like, got Harry Potter tattoos before, like, they knew that um, J.K. Rowling was a turf, and I, I, I feel for those people, you know? Cover-ups, like, aren't, they don't grow on trees, but maybe get one anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we are. Uh, I think we covered well, everything. I think we've spoken. I, like, yeah, I think we covered everyone. We intended yeah. to only record part of this as a video, but then it was all just so exciting. Oh, yeah. So I have one final little quote because I wrote down word for word this short little interaction because it was so delightful. Um, <laughs> Catherine and Richie, uh, when she she is very unhappy, she's not happy that like it feels unfair that Richie is um, not miserable and she is. She is the one who got them into the situation. Um, and so she walks off and he goes to comfort her. And he definitely, he like, he drops the, I'm here to find the, you know, he's like, he goes into boyfriend mode. He's comforting her. He's checking on her. And he's even like, are you sure you're like, okay. Like he's definitely, he's not saying like, let's get out of here. But I think he is giving her an out. Like if, if this is too hard, I'm not going to make, you know, like, are you okay? Um, But (laughs) she's just so mad at him that he was talking to other people instead of her. And he's like, but that's what we're here for. I'm supposed to be talking to other people. And so then she says, you're deciding when we talk. And he's like, what are you? I'm not saying that. She's like, so you're the one who decides. You're the one who decides. And that's just one of those leaps where it's like, that's not what he said. And that so he's like, what? That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I mean. And then he just says, this is my favorite part. I love it. You're stressed. And she goes, she's like, I'm not stressed. This is going great for me. You're the most stressed person I've ever seen. And I understand because I exhibit stress in very similar ways. But it is a physical response that is happening all over you. Why? Like, I know that you, it would have. It would have been one thing if you were sarcastically saying that this is going great for you, but you intended that to come across genuine to make him jealous. No one is fooled, hon. Just admit that it's hard. That's one okay. Of thi- I'm not stressed. One of this the is things going that was great cool. for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> one of the things that was really eye catching was that. <laughs> He was actually getting a lot of attention. Oh yeah! Like, everyone seemed to like him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm and, interested and to I get to know more that... about him. He seems like he might be like a, yeah, a decent. Yeah. It's so hard to tell, especially with men in first episodes. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I feel like he has potential to, especially the way he goes and comforts her is so genuine. Honestly, compared to the way yeah. Scott treated Lindsay's feelings, totally fucking different. Like he's actually yeah. caring about her feelings, comforting her, and and he's also reminding her he's like, it's okay. It's it's just an experiment, and he yeah. says, "Can you do this?" And she says, "I'm not well." And then he's and he's like, "You got this." He's encouraging her, and she, then as soon as she says, "I need some air," he says, "I'll give you some space." I feel like it's a honestly, she has a lot of toxic communications like mm-hmm. habits, and he responds to them in a very mature way. And I don't know. I definitely believe that, like. They seem to love each other. She seems to love him. I don't know why, like, she's under so much pressure to get married at so at such an unreasonable, like, pace and why she is under the thumb of her family so much. Mm-hmm. But, like, I hope they can work through that because that's the, like, she can't, she's not going to have a good life while she's still being controlled by her parents. And, like, and so, I don't know. I feel like, they're really like her communication is probably the thing that horrifies me the most, but um, 
he does seem to like manage to respond really well and healthily to it. And so like, I'm kind of curious to learn more about their dynamic. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like for me, the, um, I got so feisty. I'm sorry. I'm like sweaty now. I got so worked up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I heard that. I think the, <laughs> the, the two things that stood out for me in the dating pool was the way Lena was, was upset about Sofian, you know, hanging out with other people. Yeah. Um, We're and at then this party. the way Richie and Catherine got, Catherine got, you know, yeah. um, but I felt like Sofian to meet other people and I'm mad at you for meeting people. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like Ramon and Sofian did click a little bit. Yes. Um, seemed like a little, yeah. And little I, yeah, I mean, so I feel like Safian was at least a guy in there who was old enough to have a bigger plan other than I'm just going to focus on myself right now. And I'm not saying, you know, I, the two guys that I liked, uh, I clearly liked Richie. I thought Richie was a good guy. Um, I would say, yeah, Safian a little bit. Because he knows what he wants, but I don't think Safian and Lena are good for each other. Um, Sofian, I'm I don't interested know to get to know that. that he says some of the right things. <clears throat> and I, but like his his douchey vibe makes me wonder: Am I too judgy, or am I picking up on something for a reason? And I'm excited to find out. Um, I did. Yeah, a Theo's little just bit a, like a, an action figure. Yeah, Theo's, it, Theo's just an action figure. Just like, am I judging him for how he looks, or? Do, do people look like that because it is just like emanating some inherent douchiness? I don't know. What gives someone douchey vibes? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I also I also like the way that Scott was like, Oh, I like Ramon because she has blonde hair and blue eyes like Lindsay. And I was like, No, that's not why you like her. You like her because <laughs> <That's an Ori. laughs> we're also covering Jewish matchmaking. Ori from Jewish Matchmaking. Oh my gosh, yes. They even have to look a little Absolutely. bit alike. They're cut from the same garbagey cloth that should be shown right, yeah. thrown right in the trash. So I have one um, more question for you. Very important. What did you think of no Sofian's uh, impromptu acapella vocal performance? Oh yeah, I was about to like take a video and send it to you and warn you. I was like, was oh no, you're not going to make it in America, just, honey. You no. should really. I was like, please just stay in France. Yeah. No. I'm so sorry, but your dreams are not going to come true. Uh oh, yeah. uh oh. Like it's not horrible, yeah. but it's it, not it just... good. Yeah, it's not horrible. Exactly. You know that he's going to do great in French. Oh, but... I don't think so. No, I, mean, I don't think. Do you have any enough. idea? how competitive it is here in the United States do you have just among Your Americans trying is to make it. to succeed in a smaller market. Get famous in France, bitch. Yeah. Also, like, you're 31, uh, and I'm sure you've been trying the whole time. I understand. If it hasn't happened by now, like, maybe moving to America yeah. isn't the thing that's going to make it happen. Also, can you hear yourself? Because, like, I'm a little concerned that you can't. And that, <laughs> that level of, like... Yeah, they do. Lack, I'm going to go to America and make it. Well, it's like just like a lack of self-awareness tends to be just a, a little bit of a warning sign. You know, it's a, it's a red flag. So the fact mm. that he is unaware of his talent level um, makes me a little skeptical. Of, but like maybe I, I don't know. I don't know how unfounded that is. I'm curious to find out. 
Like, Listen, this is not America's Got Talent. This is the yeah, ultimate so, friend. Honestly, I don't know why people haven't learned by now. Don't ever fucking sing on Love is Blind um, or the ultimatum. Just don't sing on these shows. It has only ever gone badly. Don't sing on them. You're not good enough. I promise you. And throw that ukulele in the river. So what about the women? Who do you like? I mean, in the men, out of all the men, I like Richie. Um, and I think Andre's pretty cool, too. I'm going to myself like woman. I... And then you tell me who you like, and then I'll come back. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to pause this. Well, you can still tell me. I can, I'm going to, I can cut my video out. I'm not going to yeah. include my video on this part. Okay, all right. I'm going to explain. All right. Um, if I were to rate the dudes, I would say Richie would be number one. Um, number two would be Andre. Sofian would be three. Um, Theo would be four. Scott would be five. And um, Benjamin would be six. I think Scott and Benjamin would be sort of a tie for me. Or Benjamin, should I say. Honestly, I think bold choice to put Benjamin below Scott, but fun choice. And I, uh, no, no, no. I think Scott is lower. I think Scott, I think Scott is, is the worst. Yeah, he's like objectively the worst, but like yeah, to hate but Benjamin, Benjamin more is, also is not it's a fun choice. He deserves it also. Um, yeah, the men. I also agreed. I like Andre somewhat. Um, I, I don't know. I find like what he's talking about, his dreams of having a family, being close to his family, and all of that, it seems believable, relatable, respectable. The only thing that then, like, the red flag about him is, then why are you in a relationship with someone who does not want that at all, and why are you trying to convince her to want it? Like, that's the red flag, is, like, if you are that person, why why have you brought somebody here who says the idea of marriage disgusts me? Like, that concerns me, and it's just, like... Yeah, that is a concern. Yeah, that is concerning. Because that's what makes me think, like, maybe you're not as good as you seem, you know? Um, no. But, yeah. Right. I don't know. Do I like... I'm not sure yet that I like anyone on this show, but I like the show. And may, I, some of right. them will grow on me because it always happens. Um, This... Uh, I will... I got worked up, yeah. Like you're getting, you're getting feisty again. You're, I know. You're, you're sweating. You're warm. Your cheeks are blushy. You Sometimes wanna, people you make me really things. mad on reality TV. I just get feisty. Oh my god. Well, this also, was this was fun. In the closet. I mean, we're gonna do this again. Yeah. We're doing this again. So. Or else. Yeah. I like the show. I like the show. Good. I'm glad you liked it. I'm definitely too thinking now, like. Because we'd gotten some requests to try other like Love is Blind shows, um, like Love is Blind Japan, Love is Blind Brazil. And just seeing uh, like the way that, oh, yeah, this is just like the culturally subtly different from the American version. I'm very mm -hmm. curious. But now I want, yeah, I want to sample all of them. So maybe, maybe we'll. Maybe y'all all end up sampling it with us. Yeah. Yeah. You will all get to sample it with us. No, I, I feel like this is. This is starting to out to be a good experiment for the two of us. So, hell yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, well, this is a completely video episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I Alan? should say that. So, because I think we are planning to post this as an audio episode on our main channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're listening on a regular podcast, 
this is a this has just been an audio. But if you wish you that we knew what we looked like, um, this actually we recorded this whole thing as a video as well, and I'm gonna post that mm-hmm. in full on our Patreon, and then just probably little snippets on social media just to make you think. Oh, I wish I could stare at their faces longer. I'm gonna go subscribe to their Patreon. That's the goal. And 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 believe it or not. We actually looked great tonight. Did we? Yeah. Except for when I, I started so. getting sweaty, I when I started like pumping my arms up and down because I, I think that's when you look the best. You think so? That's so nice of you. <laughs> I will say <laughs> your hair looks really good and your beard grew back. Thank you. Shockingly fat. Has it been a week? Like you shaved that like maybe a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I literally, when you were leaving and we recorded, I had shaved. Yeah, I remember. Because it took me a second yeah. to realize, oh, yeah, you don't have a beard anymore. Because I tend to be, I don't know. I'm so observant about some things. And then, like, I can't remember if people have glasses and like hair and stuff. Like, it's baffling to me. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is probably the first time that, that Erica said that my hair looks nice. Oh, Ever. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I forget to say nice things sometimes. But <laughs> I don't think I do. I don't think I've told you your hair looks nice unless you've asked me to tell you what my your hair looks like. We're very autistic about looks. Yeah, I do I'll tell Erica often make me that, uncomfortable. What? Yeah, but I do tell Erica that Erica looks great when. Yeah, whenever I say, "Oh, I look terrible," you say, "No, you don't. You look good." And. So I'm like, I support that, you know. I you can keep telling me that whether yeah. I believe you or not. I appreciate it. I, I got you. That's what friends are for. Say no video <laughs> exactly. podcast, anyways. You look great. Nobody will notice. You look amazing. That you cried You'll all get your. Feisty I actually did cry all my makeup off earlier, and then I had to reapply it while I was watching <laughs> the Ultimatum Friends yeah. because Frida's going on a trip tomorrow, and I suddenly started crying about it. Didn't even realize I was upset, and then after an hour of crying, I realized. I was talking to Josh on the phone. I was like, Josh, I don't know why I'm crying about this. I didn't even think I was sad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm on my period. So mysteries are solved every day. Yeah. I'm I'm actually looking forward to doing more Ultimatum France. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of free time this week on. because I only hang out with Frida and she's going to be gone. So like, let's cover as many episodes as we want. <laughs> and I only hang out with Erica, and Erica had been gone for ten days. So I'm like, that's super true. Excited I was in the Isn't it so sweet when we accidentally say nice things to each other? How cute! Yeah, <sighs> accidentally. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So well, we are going to leave you for this episode. Yes. And um, what's going to happen until the next time? Until death do us part. Amen. Love y'all. Please subscribe. Please send likes and comments. We love all of those. And we deeply, deeply appreciate everyone on Patreon who supports us. Yeah. We like all our listeners, but we like them a little more. It's just the truth. I love them a little more than the rest of you. It's just the truth. I'm sorry. Do you want to be loved more? Subscribe to Patreon. I'm just kidding. That's so unhealthy. That's so unhealthy. I would never say that. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why I'll drag up these guys. We gotta go. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Aliens Watching Reality TV is hosted by Erica Heidewald and Josh Sharier. It's produced and edited by Erica Heidewald. That's me. And our theme song is Just World by Erica Heidewald, which is also me. Available for streaming on iTunes and Spotify. For $5 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon and get an extra full-length episode of the podcast every week. Right now, we're covering Love is Blind Season 1. 
We'd love to hear from you. Our social media links are in the episode notes, or you can write to us at alienswatchingrealitytv at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and as always, until death do us part. Amen. Welcome to the world. Let me tell you what I've learned about.